Hey, Mark, fake banter for the intro. That's all I know how to do. Great. Good to be here. Welcome to Tuesdays with... Stories. Hit her in the face with a surfboard. And then the duck fell out of his bag. <laughs> Surf's up. And she didn't even flush. Knock, knock. Who's there? Mark Norman and Joe Les. Yeah! This is Tuesdays with Stories, everybody. Yeah, that's terrible. This is supposed to be cheesy. My radio is spitting at me. Hey, everybody! Welcome to another Quarantine Tuesdays with Stories. We're happy to have you. And from what I understand, there's more and more of you. Yes, it's growing, baby, like a like a dick in chowder. Heat? What'd you say? I said chowder. Oh, I like chowder. I went heat. I don't know why I went heat. Well, that makes more sense because in heat is like a sexual thing. I guess, but I don't know if a dick can be in heat. A person can be in heat. True. Uh-huh. My, I mean, dick. I'm in the steam room. My dick's in heat. The whole My whole body's in heat. That's true, and there's nothing better. I've said this before, but when you press your boner against your thigh and it's hot, oh, that's a good time. Well, you know what I had going on earlier that was nice? I had a hot tea, which I still have now. Not still, but a, a different tea. Uh-huh. And when you hold the hot cup for a little while... 10 minutes, then you put your hand on your cock. It's nice because Ooh. your cock is a little chilly because it's it's yes. dangling, so it's cooler yes. than the rest of the body. You put a nice hot compress on there. Feels nice. I love that. I love anything warm on the dong. I used to put, uh, I used to fuck stuff in my fridge when I was a kid, like for my, my parents' food, sure. and it sucked because it was cold. But, you know, the heat was always better. Like my one of my friends would heat up a... Bag of goo and bang that. Hmm. That sounds like a troubled friend. Well, there was the old banana peel in the microwave trick. Ah, he used a bike seat that he had wedged out a little little vag hole. I've seen Lead. those wedges, the bike uh-huh. the bike seat wedge. Yes. I mean, remember how creative we had to get? This is before we're getting laid. You had to really, you know, go MacGyver on some snatch. But even as an adult years, you had to get creative. You had to be like, I sell parachutes. You know, my, my mother hit me. I'm, I have money. Right, right. I'm a vegan. Yeah. Whatever you had to say, you did. <laughs> yeah, I'm a feminist. I love women. All that shit. <laughs> um, but uh, it's just, I, th- I also think warm is good, but I think any temperature change on the dick is nice. Interesting. I don't know. I think a, an ice cold is no no good. No bueno. You don't well, want a cube down there. Extreme temperatures is no uh-huh. good. I mean, you okay. wouldn't want a on a boiling heat uh-huh. pipe either. Touche, fatty. But like, I think if you're hot and you dip your cock in a cold beverage, you're gonna be like, woo! Uh-huh. It feels kind of. It feels nice. Good point. Especially if it's a seltzer or a cola, you're getting some bubble action, some, well. some fizz. Jizz I don't know if, fizz. I don't know if you want fizz in your jizz. That's no good. <laughs> I don't know. Might go down easier. That's true. I guess if I had to drink jizz, which I do next weekend, long story, I think <laughs> I think mixed with cola would definitely be a oh, nice way to have it. Way best way. Easy, easy. It's like bad medicine, you know, or or a shot. You you got that chaser. Yeah, I feel like when when women swallow cum, you can feel a sense of pride in them like they're like i did i didn't want to that took a lot yeah you, i mean you gotta hand it to them a it's have you ever tasted it it ain't pretty i'll plead the fifth on that one <laughs> it's 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 tough and also it's that gooey thick viscous like warm 
baby batter, you know? It, it's it's tough going down. I can only imagine. I've, I've had it in my mouth, never swallowed, but uh, whoo, it, it's impressive. You're like, you're a soldier. You're a trooper, lady. And it's like a living thing. There's like organisms swimming yes. around out there. I mean, there's yes. some kind of, there's tails involved and head, oh. there's heads and tails. Yeah, sperm and sperm and, uh, you know, growing organisms. Yeah, that that's a front lines person. They're essential. Yeah, that's nice. It must be weird because, like, I don't know, these front line workers, they're great and everything, but they still must have, like, the female ones must have husbands or, or, or lesbian lovers. They must come home and the partner still needs to get laid, you know? Uh-huh. It must suck to... You know, have the three masks on and the rubber gloves, and you're on your feet and you're risking your life. And then you come home, and like the fat plumber guy's like, "Hey, how about you blow me, sweetheart?" <laughs> yeah, yeah, go back to work on my dong. But I don't know. I feel like does the husband have to please her? Like, is he probably getting on his hands and knees and eating the box? I suppose so. I mean, that's kind of hot to me. I- I'm a fan of the eating out after an accomplishment. Ah, like a late night, you know, what it's a whatever. marathon. That's going to be a little, little pungent. Yeah, you'd have to do a little washing, a little washing yeah. and drying. Maybe hit it with a water pick. <laughs> You're not giving away my water pick. <laughs> but yeah, the, the the you ever worked out with a lady and then banged after? Woo! Everything's gushy and salty and wet and squishy. It's stick. You get that tummy stick when you lay yes. down. You have to peel yourself off. It's kind of hot. But the scent sometimes is as much. A post-workout puss is a pop. Yeah, it, it pops. But a lady, I've heard <laughs> ladies say that uh, a little B.O. Can, can go a long way. They love it. They love yes. the B.O. I'm it's, offended by the B.O. What do you mean? If a they lady, have it? A lady B.O. Uh, is not pleasant to me. That's but a man whole, B.O. That's a bag of hammers. A guy B.O. is like masculine. He's an animal. A woman B.O. is like she's homeless. Maybe they're reversed engineering i don't know what that means but it's a term i've heard but like a male bo is to attract women women are like attracted to it so they'll want to fuck but women have been getting raped excessively through the years so maybe their bo is offensive to be like hey don't rape me oh. you know what i mean because like men want to have sex more than the women so the sure. men are like i gotta have sex uh-huh. if he smells bo he might be like you know what i'm, not, I'm gonna rape someone else she stinks like shit that's not bad a defense mechanism like uh like those vaginas that grow teeth I don't know. I heard about that. Is that a fish? Oh, vagina dentata. It's a whole thing. Look it up. Give that a goog. It ain't. It ain't. Uh, it's nothing nice. But well, I've I've heard about a thing you install that's yes. like razor blades or whatever. I never heard right. of it growing naturally. Well, it might be a myth, but uh, I don't know. They made a movie about it, so it must be something. Which one? Piranha? <laughs> no, I think it's called Teeth. No kidding. Give that what a was, gook, Shelby. What was the uh, that film we saw with DeRosa in Sacramento? Remember we saw a shark movie with tits? Oh, yeah. I think that was Piranha. I think that was Piranha 3D. Yes, and it had huge knobs all over that movie. It was, it was like a B movie from the from the 50s with, with jugs and, and fish. How insane. And then we tried to find a titty bar. Remember we walked and walked oh, for yeah. miles up the highway because we right. drove by it on the way. And I was like, I made note, like, we got to go to that titty bar. Yeah. And then we could never find it again. It was like a mirage. Oh, yeah. But we never went in. No, we couldn't find it. I got photos of us on the highway, and it was yes. just, it was unfindable. Is that, pre, that must have been pre-phone. 
Yeah, I think so. It was right before I went straight from there to Peru. I remember uh-huh. that. It was the last weekend before I went to Peru. When we both got fired. I think, yeah, we all, all three of us, we lost yes. our manager. We were all together in that pool. So does that mean you were snapping me with a fucking disposable? Probably, or a digital. I think I had a digital camera at that oh, time. Oh, that's right. Wow, that's so cuckoo bananas to think about. I think those photos are on Instagram. I think so, yeah. Oh, Facebook, Facebook. Facebook. You got one of me, I'm in a bathing suit and a white shirt on the highway, the wind's blowing through my hair, and uh, remember we sat by the pool all day, drinking, every day. Yeah, it was fun. I was day drinking before every show. Didn't give yes. a fuck. Yeah. That was where you were like, I noticed you never write. And I was like, hey, <laughs> fuck you, man. I got bits. I was I was concerned. I don't know. It was a different time. I was nervous. It was like a job interview for me. I was hosting. I'd never done a club. I was terrified. Yeah, I can remember that. And I remember being like, I was like, I was to you what Ira was to me. Or I felt yes. that way where I was like, we got to do some Jager bombs. Before the show, you do yeah. a couple of Jager bombs. And you're like, okay, I guess. <laughs> I, I hated every moment of it, but I did it because I wanted to fit in. God, that's so funny. Great club. Yeah, I just was back there. Last year, or I guess two Octobers ago, and uh, it all every it was one of those ones where every photo, rem- every painting, every green room reminded me of like, oh, I remember sitting here with you guys. Oh yeah, oh yeah, that was a. Remember, I told you I never brushed my teeth twice a day. You were blown away. Uh, oh, yeah. There was a whole mess of things we learned about each other that terrified us. I think we watched like Sleepless in Seattle too, or something, or Lost in Translation maybe, or something. I remember oh, watching yeah. like a real gay movie. And DeRosa fucked that uh, that meth skank with the with the cast on her arm. Yeah, and he was trying. Remember, he would just talk to any girl we told him to. We kept yes. telling him, like, go up to her. And he went up to some old lady, like a middle-aged lady, who, looking back now, is probably like 40. Right. But we were like, go talk to that old bitch. Yeah. And he went over it. Like we were at like a TGI Fridays, and she was sitting alone in a booth. Oh. Oh, yes, I forgot about that. And he was just like, we were like, go go over. And we thought it was weird, too, because to us, he was like, he was 50 years old. Right, right. And it was so weird that these two whippersnappers were like, go go talk to that girl. And he was like, really? And we were like, yeah. And he was like, all right. And he did it. And I think he got her her rotary phone number. She was probably 98. I think she might have been off put, if I remember correctly. Oh, yeah. Well, it was a little weird. It's the middle of a, a mall restaurant. What was it called? It might have been Bennigan's or something no, like that. No, it was macar- It was uh, the Johnny one you Macaroni's? like. Johnny Macaroni's? No, the one you like. Uh, the Cheesecake, Cheesecake Factory? That's it. That's it. That was it. Are you sure? I'm positive. Wow. I must have got the four cheese pasta. But yeah, it was awkward because he asked her out, but then she didn't leave and we didn't leave. We were both just sitting uh, in booths like 12 feet apart. That's true. <laughs> yeah. She was probably on like, you know, going to a bridge game and eating her like Sunday brunch. <laughs> Well, and yeah. she definitely had to watch, like, he went and asked her out, got turned down, came back, and she must have seen the two of us just howling. <laughs> I know, I know. Yeah, just saying the words old bag and geezer. Yeah, poor lady. But anyways, that was fun. That was that was quite an experience. Oh, that was the best. We went to Panda Express. We went to Chili's. We really did it up. It was a good time. I keep looking at my uh, Zoom. I get This happens every time. Because we're each recording on our own Zoom, so when you're talking, I'll look at it, and there's uh, no movement, so I'm like, I'm not recording. Oh, terrifying! I do it every I do it every eight seconds because you never know when you're gonna miss it. Right, but um, I think oh, a lot wow. of go, a lot of stuff going on. I hope you're ready for this nugget. Oh, hit me, hit me with a nugget. Well, first off, I don't want to toot my own asshole, but uh, we hit the million on the special, so that's nice. <laughs> 
So I want to say thanks to all the Jews out there and the queefs and the, the kooks for, for watching. Insane. I mean, think about that number. That's fucking insane. 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 It's all because you guys sharing it, commenting, liking it, thumbs up in it, jizzing on it, swallowing it, the whole thing. I mean, one million people in, a, in what, a week? A week yeah, and a half? About a week and a half, yeah. Not too Amazing. shabby. I mean, think about how insane that number is. I remember watching an interview with uh, Jeff Ament, the bass player from Pearl Jam, and they had the fastest selling album ever versus their second album because they were uh-huh. like huge at the time. And just talking about, he's like, what does that even mean? I can't wrap my head around one million people bought our record in a week. Right. And you got that. That's you. I You're got Pearl it. Jam. Well, I mean, if the pandemic doesn't hurt, let's uh, let's not uh, slough that off. But yeah, I'll take it. Hey, I'm I'm excited. And it's uh, my agent got fired and my manager quit. So I'm like all new across the board. So I just signed with a whole new thing. And yeah, a lot, lot, of, lot of shit been going on here. Wow. And now so, I'm in Connecticut. So hit me with what's going on there. So you toot your own jizz, but what's, what's going on with your asshole? Well, so I'm uh, going, uh, going, I got a new manager. She's like, you know, one of these top ladies. And then I got a uh, new agency. Oh, that's it. I thought there was a. It made it seem like there was a big, crazy story that happened. Or oh something. no! Well, I mean, I, I got some stories later. I'm, I'm hung over out of my mind. I'm in Connecticut. Me and the lady. She has some friends. We're in, we're in a farmhouse in Connecticut on a bunch of acres. I'm shit housed, uh, or I'm hung over from last night. We really did it up. We got a rental car. Drove here. It was great. So you hang with her friends. How's that? Can you talk about this? I mean, it's, are they nearby? It's tough. It's tough. Yeah. Give me a signal. Give me a sign. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, it's. It's a lot of work. I've already said a joke that was uh, over the line, and it got weird. Oh boy! Yeah, we were. We were I don't want to get too into it. We were talking about Virgin, the airline, and they're like, "Is there a Virgin Cola?" And I was like, "Oh yeah, when you open it, it bleeds." And they were like, "That's it? Oh, dude! I mean, Jesus! It's, it's, these are nine to fivers here. <laughs> oh my God! That would." <laughs> I mean, that's like the tamest joke. I mean, did they, have they heard the roast? I know. God. I know. I know. Uh, so it's kooky, but it's beautiful. And, uh, you know, we walk to the lake and they can go kayaking and there's a pond and there's a stocked full of booze and drugs and we're having a good time. That's amazing. Wow, man. One million. And now you must be making some, some dough off the YouTubes. A little bit of scratch. YouTube's all topsy-turvy, and we're so dumb with this stuff. I don't know what the hell it means. I look at the analytics. It's going up and down like a Richter jizz, and it says I've made eight grand, but then they just put uh, 100 bucks in my account. So I'm like, does that mean I get 100 out of eight grand, or what, what are we talking here? That doesn't seem good. I, I owe you a seventy nine hundred. There was way I'm slicing it. Something's up. Something's up. Call in if you know, because this is all above my pay anal. Yeah, I'm. I'm excited for mine. I mean, I don't. I don't see myself getting a million, but man, I'd be happy with fifty thousand. A million oh. is so fucking crazy. That's you're platinum. gonna get it. What's or that? whatever it is. That's platinum or something. I don't know how oh, records yeah. work, but I don't know either. Titanium, something, gold, but you're gonna get it because it's. It, I think it was all about. The buildup, and I'll give you the whole rundown on how to do this. It was all about the buildup, and then the, you got your Rogans, your Burrs, your Gaffigans, all them. And you got, you got like, Gullman and all these guys. It's, it's going to be big. All the comics, Soder, Big J. Yeah, I'm hoping for a, for a Louie and a Norm or something. Oh. I, mean, I don't know what Louie's going to do. He doesn't have any social media, but maybe he can drop flyers from an airplane or something. Well, he could put it on the site. You know, he's got that, uh, that website. He can launch it out. 
Yeah, we'll see. So uh, I'm excited, but like I, I think I talked about it on a queef. I had to listen to the album to name the tracks, and I'm listening to it going, God damn, this is pretty goddamn good. There you go. And how great of a feeling is that? The thing you approve of that you wrote is going to go out in the world and other people get to hear it. Well, I feel like we're reaching a point in our careers, skill-wise, or maybe it's mental because we're Alan or whatever, but I'm like, hey, this is good. Like, the first 20 years of my career, everything I watch, I'm like, that's dog shit. The Netflix I can't even look at. My Letterman's embarrassing. Uh Conan, I want to hang myself. Live at Gotham, forget it. I don't even know what the hell I'm doing up there. Oh, I'd love to see that. I'm wearing my dad's jeans. I'm blinking. I don't know what's happening. <laughs> the jokes suck. But this, I'm watching going, hey, this is this is something else. And now it feels weird because we've taken nine months off. I haven't thought of a joke since 88. Right. But there is that thing we talked about. You're like, oh, I, I wonder if I lost all these skills. Oh, dude. That's all I think about is losing my fastball. I'm, I'm, I'm accepting all these Zoom gigs because I'm just like, I got to get, I got to sharpen up. I got to get the rust off. I don't know if it's going to help, but it's something. Well, how about this? Tuesday, tonight, if you're listening to the podcast, not for you tonight, but to the audience, tonight, I'm doing a gig. I got a gig. Ah, what are we talking? I'm at the Bel Air Diner, which is where Howard Stern did the Comedians in Cars getting coffee. Oh, this is a real gig. This This is is a gig gig. Oh, my God. This is kooky. So they're doing this thing. They're doing drive-in movies where people sit in the car and watch a movie Somebody pitched him stand up, and for some reason they said yes. So I'm doing a gig down the street from my house. It's three blocks away. Oh, is this Jay Nog? Yeah, no. Yes, yes. I was on the. I was gonna do it too. I'm, I'm in Connecticut though, but that's gonna oh. be fucking awesome. Well, as soon as he said it, I was. I assumed you were on there because it feels like it's right up your asshole. Because I feel like most people are like, we're good, but no, no. I would love to do it, but yeah. I mean, I, I need gone. the dough. It's like a hundred bucks, and it's down the street from my house. Oh, yeah. That's going to be a story, too. Just the first gig back. It's going to be weird in the cars. How are you going to hear the laughs? How's that going to work? I have no idea, but that's one of the reasons I wanted to say yes, because I have all these great old stand-up stories where doing... I did stand-up comedy Naked on The Naked Show. Mm-hmm. I've done it at at a war zone in Baghdad. I've done it right. at a, gym, a Gold's Gym. Uh-huh. And I've done it at 3 in the morning at a high school thing. So it just feels like outdoors, people in cars, during corona, that feels like one you're like, well, I got to say yes to that. Oh, yeah. That's going to be all over the place, and uh, I'm excited to hear about it. It'll give us something to talk about. Oh, yeah. It's a whole other world these days. Uh, Some people are going out on the road. Burt Kreischer's doing a movie theater tour, or or a drive-in theater tour. Interesting. That might be the new thing. People in well, their cars. Well, he's saying it's going to suck, but he's like, I'm doing it all. I don't know if I'm allowed to say this. He's like, I'm doing it all for the social media. He's like, I'm going to film the whole thing and show how weird it is and behind the scenes. And See, that's how he thinks. He's like, you got to do this for this. I just think of the gig. Right. Well, that's the thing. Is like, we're going to have to, and this goes for all of America, all businesses, we're going to have to figure out a way to do other shit. Like, yeah, get creative. Well, you can drink bars outside on the sidewalk. We can deliver food to whatever. Like, capitalism is going to survive. Like, people yes. are going to come up with, like, masks will be the new merch. It says, you know, blow me, you queef. Right. It's a mask that we sell. Right. Yeah. Or podcasts get bigger or, or whatever it is. People oh, yeah. are going to find a way to get rich or die trying, as uh, Fitty Cent said. It's going to happen. I mean, it, that's what America is. We're a bunch of sewer rats who just go, this, there's, a, there's a, a, a hole blocked up here. I'll find another hole. I'll make it work. I'll go over it. I'll go under it. 
That's what we do. And I feel like as stand-ups, we do that because, hell, we, we, we skirted around the whole nine-to-five thing. We made that work. Yeah, our whole life is based around beating the system. Yes, and so. our wives. But, hey, we're doing it. I'm, I'm beating this. I don't even know if I'm supposed to be here. There's 10 people in this house. Oh We're boy. living it up. Yeah, you've been on the move. I mean, you've been to where? I mean, upstate New York. You were in Massachusetts. You've been in Connecticut. Three states. I mean, that's a, this a lot of moving around. Yeah, and the park in, or the, the pond in Central Park. I'm riddled with AIDS. I got I got something by now. Well, we got we got we to gotta move around. We got to move about. You can't live like that. And either way, even if they kept the rules and shit in place... People just can't do it. No, it's, you it's can't do it. It's 75 degrees. It's blue skies. Like yes. My uh, sister-in-law, at the beginning, for like the first six weeks, she's like, I'm staying in the house. She was washing her own clothes. She would get delivery, have them leave it at the door. Time has passed. We're out walking. No mask. We're having coffees. We're going all over the place. We go to Sunnyside every day. We've been to Long Island City. We walked to Greenpoint, everywhere. It's just... You well, start to go. You're, we're human beings. Yes. Yeah. And and we're also, but we're animals. At the end of the day, like you go, you go to the Central Park. There's raccoons running rampant. They're getting cocky. But that's how that's how beings work. You go. All right. Let me go another inch. Nothing happened. Let me go another inch. Still still alive. Let me go. And then before you know it, you're uh you know queefing on a on a cop car and you're fine. Exactly. Then you're going to jail for rape. But uh, sure. Yeah. So. Things are going to happen. I got a date at Side Splitters. I guess I'm going. Ooh. I mean, we'll see if anything changes or whatever. We're going to have a spike, obviously, but it's the thing. We're not going anywhere. The virus isn't going anywhere. We're going to have to just Make go it work. I hear you. And the time is zipping by. I mean, think about the Coast to Coast Roast. Thanks for the gays for uh, tuning in. But... You know, remember when we signed up for that? We're like three weeks. It's gonna be three whole weeks long, and now it's just over. The days zip by. It feels so strange. Zip, nip, and gook. It's, it's crazy. It's strange, but it's also been nice in so many ways to take yeah. a nice little break. But now I'm starting to get an itchy asshole. I ready. I'm ready to go back and do some work. The break was nice. You're not. You're not joking there. And I'm sick of Zoom. Like, I'm, it's fun talking to you because we do the pod anyway. But like the Zoom shows and the and the weird pods with some guy I don't know, and he's like, "Your audio's not great. And you got to fix everything." I ah, I want to kill myself. Well, the anxiety it reminds me of when I had a car. I had the '87 Buick Century for a long time, and then I had the Neon, like a 2002 Neon. Oh, I remember the Neon. Yeah, you spent some time in there. Oh, and then yeah. I had a 98 Monte Carlo while I lived here that I was driving around. That used to be my brother-in-law's. But anyways, I drove shitty cars for so long, it just fed into my anxiety, every fiber ah. of my thing. Because you're driving and you're like, this could break down at any yes. second. Yes, And you're in the Bronx, you're in Baltimore, you're in whatever the fuck. You have a gig. And I'm like, I don't get to this gig. So my whole life was that Rick, that steering wheel. If you get Ooh. over 50, it's shaking like Fox. And you yes. just... That's how the Zoom feels doing the roast where it freezes. I'm like, am I frozen? Am I listening? Like at any moment it could cut and ruin the whole show. I know. And not to make, even it could ruin one joke. It ruin your timing. You step on somebody else. They step on you. There's a glitch. Anything could happen. So the whole time you're, you're keyed up, you're on edge. You can't enjoy it. It's no good, but we got to say shout out to Helium Comedy Clubs. For here, here. putting on that coast-to-coast roast, so many Tuesdays came and watched and supported. The comments were just lighting up. Oh, yeah. It was farts and queef and praise Allah and I hate myself. And uh, did we say this already? Have I talked about this before? It was all the classics. 
It was so many Tuesdays, and uh, it was so fun. I mean, it came down to the wire. If, uh, for the folks that weren't watching, which is most of you, I mean, we had 300 people in the room, and there's 80,000 people listening to this podcast. But right. so many close battles. We had a final four last night. Fifth, and it was, you know, the audience voted, and one of the, the semifinals was 51% to 49%, a razor's edge, a cunt Ooh. hair. Yes. Great battle. Yeah, and when you can't have a, not that I'm a big sporto, but you know, it's it has its place in the world. I, I like that it's there, and when you can't have any of that, then to see this and get all worked up, it's fun. It's fun again. So fun. Competing. Um, what was that? A little chloroform? Fair panties. Uh, <laughs> and shout out to Nate Abshire and Brian Miller from Minneapolis. Those guys, 7-0, and or 8-0. 8-0. Never wow. got never got beat. And Team Seattle, Andrew Rivers and Monica Nevy, they were six and one. They lost in the finals, but they won almost every match by more than eighty percent. They just dominated. Yeah. Killer. They, they took it into, seriously. They they wrote they wrote a lot and they uh, they really gave it their all. Whereas a lot of a lot of other people you could tell were like, All right, let me get this over with. I'll be on for ten minutes. But they really dug deep until the great. end. By the way, you owe me a Finsky. What happened? We bet on it. You bet Seattle, uh, I bet Minneapolis. All right. You got it. I'll, can I Venmo? A hot five or when you get a chance, Venmo. I'll give you a hot Ven. Maybe um, a PayPal. But, um, yeah, it was a great time, and now I'm going to miss it. We were kind of dreading it between you, me, the lamppost, and the laptop, but uh, now every, I'm... Dreading it. I, I was dreading it every night, every day, up to... The, like, even we had it on Thursday, Friday, Saturday, usually... And on Tuesday, I'd be dreading it. Like, oh, I got two days left before I got to do this bullshit. Then, oh, I got one day. Oh, I got five hours. Oh, I got two hours. It's just that. But that's my whole life. Yeah, exactly. Any obligation, you just you dread it. But it was so much fun. And uh, I hope they do it again because it was great. Or someday, you know, maybe a year from now. I do think some of these Zoom things might continue. I know, I know. But selfishly, I'm kind of glad the stand-up on Zoom isn't great. Because if it was, people would go, well, why would we go to Crackers? Well, we can just do it in the living room. Yeah, well, that part takes away the live aspect. But yes. um, I'm not saying I want to do the pod like this forever. But in a pinch, it's nice. Because sure. before, we were always doing, all right, let's try to cram three in because yes. I'm going to Russia for the weekend. <laughs> But Putin. now we can go, all right, you go to the Key West and I'll go to Oklahoma. And if we have to, we can do a little Zoom action and none the wiser. Yeah, that's a good point. That's a good point. But Brad Williams, our uh, little guy on the inside, you know him, the midge. He mm -hmm. said he went to do some Texas improv or one of those Houston. I don't know. And, you know, it's a quarter full or whatever the hell it is. He made no money. But he's like, the audience was so hot. They were so excited to be there. It was like it was like the old days. Wow. Well, I'm excited. We'll we'll see what it's all about. People are scared to go out, so hopefully they keep coming. But I think place is going to be 50% capacity. I don't know what's going on. Did a ghost just enter? It sounded ghostly. Oh, yeah. This this house is creaky. It's crackly. It's like 1805. The guy built it himself. He's got a mural on the, on the fucking uh, fireplace of himself. You know, he killed a... a a Confederate soldier back in 48, and uh, yeah, it's wild. There's goats and chickens and Jews. <laughs> it sounds spooky, and th speaking of things that are oh. spooky, bad segue. It didn't even make sense. I'll take it. Uh, but this is nice, because today we got two, two uh, sponsors that 
I think I can speak for both of us. We love these products. Yes, I'm wearing I'm, them now. I'm a fan. Uh, me too. Uh, hashtag. Yep. This show is brought to you by Sheath Underwear. This uh, Sheath Underwear, that's right, Sheath, S-H-E-A-T-H, Underwear. First of all, this gentleman, I'm going to get into the read here that they email us, but I just want to say this guy is a fan of ours. He's got innovative underwear that I absolutely love. I ran with it on today. It was great. You've heard us talk about it. It's got the dick pouch. And he's also a man of generosity. He sent us some masks. He sent us some, uh, what do you call it, the hand cream, whatever the hell that's called. Oh, yeah, spermicide or Purell. Yeah, kind of a Purell-y thing. He just sent it to us free of charge because he likes us. He likes the show. He sent Sarah a free sports bra that she loves. She's wearing it every day. I got a pair of panties that I'm wearing. This stuff is killer. What makes sheath underwear different? Simple. Sheath underwear has a special two-pouch compartment that keeps your nuts in a hut and your pecker packed away. It's a duplex for your two best friends. Oh, oh. riff on your own sheath underwear. Well, we already did that a little bit. It's got a yeah. great design. I got a camouflage pair, a green pair, and I have to say, my wife is turned on. They're spandexy. Yes. She yes. likes me in them. Same, same. They fit good. They're a little snug, but not tight, and they carriage the, the genital area great, and they look sexy. We don't wear sexy. We're not sexy, but when you wear these, no. you look kind of sexy. Mm-hmm. It, it's uh, it's that weird, shiny, fun fabric. I love it. Uh, go to sheathunderwear.com and order with promo code TUESDAYS. See, that's how you know he's a fan. Tuesdays to get 20% off your first order in sheath underwears, 100% money back guarantee. That's that's great. You can wear these things. Your disgusting sack is sweating it all up, and you can still return. That's sheathunderwear.com, promo code Tuesdays. Support this show by supporting them. Get sheath underwear and let them support your balls. Yeah, I guarantee you'll like them. It really oh, is yeah. a great pair of underwear and uh i don't have them on right now i'm going commando but i had them on earlier i got soaked i'll talk about that in a second uh-huh. and uh this is another one i was skeptical at first now i'm using this product and i am loving it that tuesdays told you, was, stuff tuesdays with stories is brought to you by feels cbd by the way feels is f-e-a-l-s do you experience stress or have anxiety or chronic pain or have trouble sleeping at least once a week i have all of those things you're not alone, folks. I have trouble falling asleep. I have horrible anxiety, well-documented, and I've had some lower back pain as well recently I've been running on the cement. Yeah, well, oh a lot boy. of cement running. But the CBD, I'm loving it. Sarah and I use it every night. We make chamomile tea. We put a few drops. She puts it under her tongue. I put it right in my tea. One time we put it in our asshole. And within... 10, 15 minutes. My eyes are getting heavy. I feel yes. relaxed. I feel chill. Exactly. Uh, I've never used that term in my life. I feel chill. It felt weird. I feel chilly. Um, it's great. What does feels do? It feels naturally helps reduce stress, anxiety, pain, and sleeplessness. I've used it for all those things. It's easy to take. Place a few drops of feels under your tongue and feel the difference within minutes. Like I said, she puts it under her tongue. She loves it. I put it in chamomile tea, and it's delicious. Like the yeah. taste is, it has like it tastes like orange peels or something. It's really fantastic product. It's it's good stuff, and I've had other CBDs, and they all taste like uh, moose cum. So this is good stuff. They know what they're doing. Feels has me feeling my best every day, and it can help you too. Become a member today by going to feels.com/tuesdays, and you'll get fifty percent off your first order. 
with free shipping. That's wild. That's lunch. Become a member today and today by going to feels.com slash Tuesdays and you'll get 50% off. That's F-E-A-L-S. Yeah, I got that right. F-E-A-L-S dot com slash Tuesdays. Become a member. 50% off automatically. First order with free shipping. F-E-A-L-S. And feel better today. Promo code Tuesdays. Get on it. I'm going to get some because he sent it to us. And um, I'm about out of it because I'm using it every night. So I'm going to use this 50% off. Fuck yeah. Yeah. All right. And killer. And not a... a full ad this week, but uh, Antoine's cookies just sent me a ton of shit. I got to say, I got an apron, two coffee mugs, what? and some cookies. Oh yeah, you got an apron and a sticker. I put it on my mandolin. So uh, ah. thank you, uh, Antoine. Thanks for everyone that's uh, a fan and sending us cool stuff. And thanks for the fans that are just randomly Venmoing us. Like <laughs> unbelievable. I know, I know. I'm making a fortune over here off the special, and then the Tuesdays. Yes, yeah, some have just uh, been like, "Hey, thanks for the show," and it really helps because. We've already talked about this, but uh, now it's like before I would just buy to go Starbucks, all my habits, but I was making that money back with spots. I'm not making any money. So right. 10 bucks is like, hey, great. I just got three free coffees or tea, whatever. You said it, sister. I mean, the other day I opened my suitcase for the first time in five years and like eight Chipotle cards fell out. I was like, hey, hey, that's all you gays helping out. And the card fell out of his bag. <laughs> this is supposed to be cheesy. But yeah. Um, Oh, uh, what the... Uh, and it's also, I don't want to get too into it, but it's nice having uh, sponsors that like us, and we like them. It's like a consensual f- rape. It's great. We're, we're, we're helping each other's anals. Yeah, a CR. Crazy retard. Um, so this morning, I got a little something. I don't know if it's a story, but whatever the fuck, we're in quarantine, so you, you take what we give you. Lay it on me. <laughs> Put it in my back and see if it fizzes. So we've been... Uh, I've been running again, which is nice. I feel reborn because... I need to have, we've talked about it, the gym, you go to the gym, people are working out, I'm working out, I'm here to work out, you lift weights, you get some different things, you move some things around. At home, I struggle. I do yeah. my, even on the road in a hotel, you feel so bored yeah. and stuck that you're like, I'll just do push-ups to get this energy out. Right, right. Here, I wake up, I do my meditation. The TV's right there. I got Criterion Channel. I got Netflix. I got Amazon. I got Hulu. I got books it's, up the ass. It's tough. It's tough. You got to push back and, and do that after your workout. Yeah. So I've been having trouble with the push-ups and stuff. So I started running because running again, you could just go and you uh-huh. feel the wind whipping. You're outside at least. You're getting that air. Oh, yeah. And I got the little spiky ball. So I'm really working the planner, doing a lot of stretching because I'm old and gay. But I'm running again, and then Saturdays, Sarah and I have been doing these long runs together, long, slow. Uh-huh. We, used to, we used to call them LSD in high school, long, slow distance, oh. where most of the week you're trying to cook and, and set uh, personal records and run negative splits, they call it, faster, each mile's faster than the last. But on Saturdays, we just go, we're taking it easy, we're having a conversation, we're enjoying it, nice, long run. And today, I wake up a little early. I'm trying to get her out of bed, and it's that clammy, cloudy. Oh, I know the clammy cloud. Clammy, cloudy, not quite raining, forecasted to be rain all day. All you want to do is just shut everything down and lay in bed and rub one out. 
Right, so I'm looking out the window, and we have a, a metaphorical window of it's about to be not clammy, cloudy, but wet and wacky. Uh, yes, yes, in the morning. So I go, we got to get out of here while it's cold and clammy, or clammy and cloudy, and we get up, and right as we're putting our sneaks on, it starts to drizzle a little bit. Uh-huh. And the drizzle makes you go, ah, do we need to run? Why don't yeah. we just fuck in the ass? Yeah, exactly. You want to give up immediately. But you tried. You can say you still tried. So we go, let's just go. Sometimes the w- drizzle is nice for a run. You're getting a nice sprinkle, you know? I guess, but then you, you worry it's going to Katrina on you in two seconds. Well, don't get the cat ahead of the dog here. Uh, that old saying. So we run. We run all the way down to Long Island City through the projects there and into the park. And it's gorgeous, and it's drizzling, so it's getting a little drippy-dippy. All of a sudden, we hit that mile mark, and whoosh! God's asshole just opens up, and it's just pouring rain. Uh Uh-huh. Like that Woodstock 94 pouring rain. You can't even see. I got glasses. They're covered in water. They're beating. They're steaming. My mask is soaking wet. Oh, the mask. And I wore a jacket that I thought would bead off the rain, but it was just like a it's like a gap twenty eight dollar jacket. Right. It soaks through. My phone is soaked, pants, shoes. You know that like you can't get wetter than wet. It was like a pool swim. Oh yeah. And we were saying, you want to stop running because you're like, this sucks to run like this, but right. if you stop, you're just extending the rain time. Ah, you gotta get home. Yeah, you wanna make it. So we're running. I'm blind as a bat. And there's a bunch of other runners out there. And we're kind of like, I'm doing the like, huh? This is crazy. Uh-huh. Right. And we were fucking soaked. And you know, in New York, the sewers fill and it smells like the inside of my father's asshole. Yes. And it's like a foot of water and it's too big to jump over. So you're just going right in it, uh, splishing, splashing. Soaked, Mark. The worst. The squishy shoe. Another worse than that wet shoe, the wet sock. Not a dry sock. The pants are wet. The shirt's sticking to you. Your nipples hurt. I hate it. Well, everything was soaked through. I mean, literally, it was like jumping in a pool. But then you kind of just accept. You're like, all right, I guess we're soaked. And our times are going down because we're just bombing trying to get out of this rain. Right, right. And we we go to lots of bagels. I go there every morning. And I walk in, and I'm just like soaked. You could tell they're like, oh, you're too wet. Get the fuck out of here. Uh, Mexicans. But uh, I pulled my my cash out. It's a $20 bill Uh, just drenched. Yeah. And I I got it by the corner like this. I just hand her a wet, like the the ink is running. Uh Uh-huh. She's an Inca. And uh, (laughs) we get our bagels. We walk back, and it's just pouring rain. The bag is all wet. The bagels just fall out of it. But then I got stripped naked in the kitchen, Put some dry clothes on, dry sock after a wet sock, dry yes. panties after a wet panty. Put on my favorite sheath underwear and just enjoyed a nice bagel and Ooh. being dry after being wet, nothing better. Nothing better, especially the whole body, too. Like, you were soaked, and every pair of clothing you had on was soaked, and you get those those wet clothes off, that's a, that's a peach. Yeah, it was nice. Nice little morning, and then... Later on, it got nice out, so we went for a long walk and got hit with a little rain at the end of that again, but uh, it felt like Cusack. It's kind of it's romantic to be soaking wet in the rain. It is. It is. It's dramatic, and you feel like you're going to make out with uh, with your lady and, and feel an, uh, an epiphany and get a boner. It's nice. Well, but. it's it's nice when you switch from, oh, my God, it's wet, ah, right. to just like, all right, well, yeah, what yeah. the fuck? I'm soaked. You don't have headphones in. No, no headphones, because we were chitting and chatting. Uh-huh. Well, uh, 
Last night, so we, we put a bunch back. We're, we're telling stories. And we it's made dinner drunk, like eight of us. And it was fun. We made meatballs, and we're hooting and hollering and laughing and playing music, shithoused. And I think the meatballs were a little, little not done. Oh, and boy. And I went to bed. Woke up. I kept waking up like, oh, I'm so hungover. What am I doing? You know when you're not, when you're hungover at someone else's place? It's the worst. The the worst. Because like you don't have your stuff and you're like, I need my phone to be charged. I need my I don't know where the Advil is here. I, I want to just chug water, but you don't want to get up every ten seconds and you don't have your cups there. It's their cups. They're all weird and you know, stupid and <clears throat> so whatever. I keep I go to bed, I wake up, everybody's downstairs, breakfast, the whole thing. And I just go, huh. what the hell is that? Ah, I keep eating. And I go, huh. and I just instinctively get up and start walking to the stairs, run up the stairs, run to the bathroom, kick the door open, yak, yak oh. my face off in the toilet. Wow. Hung over or the meatballs? I think it was a little of both, but I never puke, so it's got to be the meat. Got to be the meat. I mean, uh, we were just, Sarah and I were just talking about this the other day because uh, I can't remember the last time i barfed i, I know when me I had either noro when i opened for louis that first time right right but from is, booze well that's been eight years yeah oh yeah that's right has it been eight years seven and a half Woo-hoo. but i puked all the time when i was drinking i puked all the time like once a week i was always puking oh you're one of those guys i i'm a no puker i uh i'm like laying on the floor like Ugh! you know it does that, that pain in the in the chest oh yeah. brutal some people can just do it. They go, oh, I got to puke. Those well, bulimic people. They rally. They throw up and keep drinking. I always puke the next day. I was always uh, a hangover puker. Doesn't um, that, that hell? Of course it was hell, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, I mean, it was like the worst hell. It was terrible. Some people closest, can, oh, sorry. Can, so some people can puke. Some people are like good at puking. They knock it out. It's almost like brushing their teeth. No, I'm dramatic. If I puke, I'm like, I take the phone off the hook, I stick yes. the uh, remote in my ass, and that's it. Don't call right. me. I was laying on the floor. The lady walked in. She's like, what happened? I was like, I puked my face off, and she closed the door. She was very nice, but you just lay in there like you're a, like a rape victim. Um, the closest I've come to puking was New Year's Eve morning this past year. I went to Newburyport with my family, and we had a nice time, and I was having a ginger shot every day. I'm making them at home. I love these ginger shots. It feels good. It feels like you're drinking. It's good for the immune. It's good for your tits, whatever. Yeah. So I had one, but I didn't know this. You shouldn't wake up and have one on an empty stomach. That's ah, no good. Yeah, yeah. But That stuff's things, powerful. There's things you don't know. So I went and got a ginger shot because we are going to go have breakfast, so I fired it back. I was like, that's a good way to start the day. Yeah. And I walked about 15 feet, and Newburyport, Mass, is like a rich town and i was just having the who yes who and i kept stopping at trash barrels and i'm like they're gonna shoot me if i if i'm just throwing up here they're gonna think i'm a (laughs) drunk hobo lunatic right and i managed to get mad at it and keep it down yes it's almost like a shit where you keep it in yeah and i googled ginger shot empty stomach and like there's 50 articles being like don't do that you fucking idiot you're gonna throw up your stomach's gonna you're gonna get cancer your asshole your asshole will fall out the whole thing interesting so. maybe good to know if you like swallow some poison just knock uh knock a ginger back and you're you're, you're puking it up that's not bad yeah but mm. it, the ginger shot in the morning is good if you're having it with a smoothie or a pair of eggs or whatever right right yeah it's just the puking it's so traumatic for me and uh no one, no one in the house knows. So I've just been like hiding it. And I, I went right back to the to the party. Well, you got to watch that breath. 
Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I brushed the old teeth after. But, man, you, you do that thing where you get up off the ground, you look in the mirror, and you're like, booze is evil. I mean, I, I'm a, I've been drinking already again, but uh, it really does a number on you. Oh, yeah. It's not great. It's a depressant and, uh, yeah, bad news. Oh, yeah. And that's how the drunks lose their teeth, they say. It's not the alcohol. It's the what? vomit because the vomit is so acidic. It just rots your teeth out. Mm, I wonder. I'm surprised supermodels aren't uh, dropping those chiclets. Well, there's, I think there's people that are like bulimic. Their teeth are all fucked up. But I think the backside of your teeth probably get fucked ah, up because that's where right. the puke is coming, like like Indiana Jones. Right. Yeah, but also very nice of the body to just be like, this is not good. We're going to get rid of it. And, and I'm going, I'll give you a million dollars. You know, when you feel that puke coming on, you're like, I'll pay a million dollars just to not have this happen. But it's it's happening. That's it. Yeah, you fucking poisoned yourself. So I, my friend Iron, I would always talk about like we'd, Drank to drink yourself sick is so crazy. Just be like, I, I know. put so much alcohol that my body's like, get this fucking out of here. Yeah, or you're gonna die. It's weird. You ever um, had the poisoning? I think I once I almost had it, and I, I think I was an inch away from having alcohol poisoning. And I I just I laid on the floor of my friend's house for like a day and a half, and I just got over it. But I think I should have been hospitalized. Oh yeah, I had it once in Everett. And uh, I had my mother, I think she still hates me. I had my mother drive. She was with my cousin who was like 10 at the time. I was like, you got to come here. And there was nothing she could even do for me. But I was like, I made her drive through the city to Everett because I was puking like every 10 minutes. Uh, and it was Bush beer cans. I could never drink another one. I think I drank yes. like a 30 pack by myself. And I just kept vomiting for like hours and hours. And I thought I was dying. And I was like, you got to come here, bring me talent. And like, I, it's like looking back, I just wanted my mommy. Yes. Like I was yes, like, just be here. It's hell. I know exactly what you mean. I, when something makes you puke, you give it up. That's why I stopped uh, fucking fat chicks. But it's it's uh, true. I have that with. I had a bagel sandwich once, and it was a bagel with chicken on it and sprouts, and it was like a health food sandwich. It made me puke. I never ate never ate a bagel sandwich again. No, it'll fuck you up for sure. My sister had Wendy's like the day it opened. When Wendy's <laughs> opened in Whitman, in my town, yeah, this is so crazy to like remember. The drive-through had like forty cars. It oh, was like a nineteen fifties In and Out burger. Right, right. It's a big deal. It was wild, and like it lasted for like three weeks, and then there's nobody there. But we went there. I think I might have told this story before. But it was the first time we had the two window system. Oh, the pay first, then pick up. Yeah. So we have never heard of that. We had a Burger King our whole lives in the town, and we went and ordered. The food at the little speaker thing, the Babe Ruth business. Oh, and yeah. And we drove right past the first window. My dad was like, what the fuck is that? And <laughs> nobody said anything. We just went, got our food, and and left. Yeah. And we were driving away being like, we didn't even pay. It was like we were from another planet. Like right. We, we're like time travelers that went to the future. We were like, why is there two windows? And then we're like, we didn't even pay. We slowly put it together. Like, we just did that. We just drove right past the pay guy. Did you get a free meal? They probably talked a little, huh? They they were in cahoots. That's what I'm saying. We got a free meal. We drove what? past the pay window, got our food, and took off. And we were oh. like, "What the fuck's going on here?" Oh, that's hilarious! You play, you, you you didn't play dumb. You were dumb, and it worked out. Exactly. If we played dumb, we would have got caught. Uh -huh. I think we played it. It was like we were like Daniel Day Lewis. It was method. Uh -huh. We were actual <laughs> retards. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Why do they do the two pay? Is that well, a two pay Trump? But why do they do the two system? Well, uh, Chris Tucker, I think it's Chris Tucker, has one of my favorite bits of all time that I'm sure you and I have talked about. I've never heard that sentence. Um, I think it's Chris Tucker, where he says, uh, ah, God, 
I don't want to say the N-word. I'll say motherfucker. Just All replace right. it with the N-word. Imagine he's saying the N-word. All right. But uh, he says, he goes to the Burger King and he goes, he pays the guy. And the guy goes, you get your, your food at that meal. He goes, fuck you. I don't know that motherfucker. <laughs> uh, but I love the, uh, the distrust is so yes. funny. Oh, that's so it's funny. Like, it's so simple. You go get my food. You have my money. Yeah, right. I don't know this fucking guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Boy, drive throughs were such a big deal. We go. We used to go to rallies when I was a kid, which is, I guess, checkers in, uh, for you northern weirdos. But... We never had either. Oh, really? It's fucking best fries in the biz, if you ask me. All right. Yeah, but uh, so what I happened just, at rallies? It's still there, but I would just go there with my dad, and we'd get the big Buford, which is like their <laughs> Big Mac, and you get two big Bufords <laughs> for four dollars or five dollars. It was the best deal in town, and I was a kid. I would eat two big Bufords. Big Buford sounds like the guy that rapes you in prison. <laughs> I mean, my asshole was bleeding after. Don't get me wrong. But <laughs> it's amazing how fast food was so normal. It's like that Gaffigan joke. He's like, Gaff- or, uh, fast food's like an old girl used to fuck. You know, you're like, wow, those are crazy times. You look back, you're like, that was a big mistake. What was I thinking? <laughs> well, I mean, I like lived off of fast food. Supposedly, Jay Leno, I think, still is. He's just been a fast food guy his whole life. Yeah. Also, uh, Warren Buffett gets like an Egg McMuffin every day and does heroin, drinks a full Coke, and he's like, you know, 8,000 years old and rich. And he lives at the Nebraska Funny Boat. Oh, I might have, I have a fart that might be funny. I'm not sure. Hit me. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) That was a great, I heard it like a, I heard your asshole open and then the fart came. (laughs) I heard a gape. It was like Wendy's. One was the window and then the second one was the fart. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Oh, that Frosty, huh? How about that? That was, a, that was a treat. Love a Frosty. Love a Wendy's. I love the Square Burger. And uh, I remember one time, you know, there's certain things when you're in high school or any time in your life that for one, some reason or another, something just hits you and just makes you cry laughing. I remember my friend Nick Flynn, who was my best friend in high school. We were tight as an asshole. Um and we were talking about Wendy's, and he's like, I-, I don't like Wendy's. And I was like, really? Why not? And he goes, I don't know. Square burgers creep me out. Hmm. And it's not even a hilarious line, but it was one of those things that just hits your funny bones yeah. so hard when you're a kid. Square I burgers creep me out. The idea of being creeped out by a burger. And he and meant it, was, it too, because he had so it ready. Earnest. Yeah. Yes, exactly. He's thought about it enough to where he was locked and loaded with it. I mean, it made me laugh for like <laughs> a half hour. You know, those that, that's the thing I miss the most about high school. Not that we don't laugh now, but there was times where I would just laugh for 30 minutes straight. I know. I remember that. And I wish I had jotted all of them down because had, we had so many, and I can't think of any of them. But they were, at the time, you remember you're on the floor holding your stomach, you're jizzing. I can't remember any of them, but we had a million of them all the time. Because that was back when you just entertained each other. You said crazy shit. You got a headlock going. You couldn't just look at your phone. You had to be funny. Well, I remember two, both from my friend Paul Pellegrini. Mm. Um, Oh, no, Jeff Welch said one of them. Those are my two buds in high school and right after high school. And uh, someone, he said, it was the conversation was something, something. Back when we were young and we were like 19 and my friend uh, Jeff said, we are, we're still young. And my friend uh-huh. Paul goes, you know what I mean? And Jeff goes, oh, you mean before we got leather jackets? <laughs> and that was another one. I just died laughing. It was so funny. And all three of us had leather jackets on, which was uh, hilarious to me. Who is this kid? This kid's, a, this kid's Rodney. Oh, my friend. I mean, Jeff, Jeff Welch, Derek Wall. These guys are like as funny as it gets. 
I mean, what are they doing now? Accounting? I mean, this is, these, these guys should be in the business. And there was another guy. I, was, I, mean, I mean, another time, that kid Paul Pellegrini goes, uh, my friend Jeff, I think I told this one before, God damn it. But my friend Jeff Welch put on Incubus. He put on an Incubus CD. Uh-huh. And there was a moment. It was so perfect because we were like, what is this? And my friend Paul goes, Jeff, you got to let us know when we like a new band. <laughs> <laughs> that was another one that just made me laugh that like group think. Hey, yes. if we like this band, I gotta you gotta let me know. Right, right. <laughs> oh man, Stinkybus. I never got it. I never liked it. The guy was too hot. I hate that kind of music. Yeah, me too. I hated them, and uh, they headlined that Jersey Shore festival a couple of years ago. And it was nice to duck out early. Yeah, they're big. People like them, but I I wasn't in any of that cool guy. That '90s, that late '90s had some real rough. You know, like 311 and all that shit. Hated 311. God, yeah. I hated that band. Ugh. There was another band. Oh, Limp. No, no. Um, well, they were not, bad, too. Limp Bisque was one of the worst. No, there was another band that was like, wake me up inside. Uh, oh. kind of like that. Not what Limp Bizkit. My oh, brain's not working, fuck. but I know. I, oh, Linkin Park. Oh. Linkin Park. I hated that oh. band. P.U. That was a miscarriage on a, on a guitar. That was horrific. Hated that. I hated a Papa Roach. All that Oof. shit. Oof. Yeah. I think Big J liked Papa Roach or he knows him or something. Oh, I, I did a, some festival in Cleveland. I forget. It's like the Rock Fest. You know it if you heard it. No lands or no edges. No holds barred. No means no. I don't know what it was. But, Is it uh, Cincinnati? Yes. It might have been Cincinnati. I opened for Dice. And... Yes. Uh, uh, Papa Roach was like the big headliner, and the place was going nuts. I was standing next to Big J. I I, I thought he was seeing the Beatles. <laughs> it was insane. And the place went, they knew every lyric, the whole, you know, they would do the thing where they put the mic out there, and everybody had it down. It was gross. Yeah, I, there was a lot of that crap. It was so weird, because like early, mid-90s was so great, and the late 90s had great stuff, but from the early 90s bands. Yeah. Uh, Let me but, ask yeah. you this. Do you remember when you you had a killer line and you said it and it, and it just it just worked? Um, let me think. I mean, it's harder for some reason. It's harder to remember your own. Um, See, I remember my own because it meant the world to me at the time. Yeah, I guess I usually do, but I don't have one off the top of my head. But I mean, I've I've told this before also. But I remember being in, I think it was high school, maybe freshman year. The the one of the words we were learning was indiscreet, and the teacher asked me to answer it, use it in a sentence, and I said, dancing indiscreet, and that killed. <laughs> I was proud killer. of that one. That's that was quick. pretty good, yeah. Very good. I, I had uh, two. Uh, one was, we were learning expressions. I think I might have said this. It was in a English class. You know, like, what's good for the goose is good for the gander, what goes around, comes around, all those shits. And when the teacher goes, all right, now what do you, what do you not do in a glass house? And I went, shower. And that <laughs> killed, killed. And then uh, another one was uh, in high school, first year of high school, ninth grade, science class. Two girls were passing notes and uh, giggling and being all like little geishas and horny. And the teacher goes, give me that goddamn note. And he, he opened it up and the girl starts crying. She just starts weeping. And he's like, oh, shit. And he called an audible because he didn't want to embarrass her. She was already crying. And he goes... He was trying to be funny. He goes, uh, one leather ball gag, one whip, uh, one gimp mask. And the, the whole class was like, what the hell? And I went, how'd you get my Christmas list? And that killed. Uh, that's big. <laughs> yeah, that was, it was tense in the room, so I had that breaking of tension, and that, that really 
sealed it. Oh, that's a, those are. I mean, high school was so fun. I looked at high school as like an audience. You had an audience yes. all the time. It was so completely. Fun. And you were so bored that it was like, I, I got an hour to try to get a couple zingers in. And I remember after I did that that one joke, a girl Danielle who would have never talked to me. She goes, "You were funny today. Do that again." And I remember being like, "Oh shit, uh, Danielle talked to me." Oh, that's exciting! It was that's really. A, you realize the currency of, of funny. You're like, oh, this 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 helps. I loved high school. I loved every minute of it. It was so really? fun. Me and my friend uh, Jeff Andrews, we used to do really uh, just weird, silly stuff. And one time we snuck into the janitor's closet and stole three big orange cones, those like huge ones. Yeah. And then we snuck into a home ec and we stole an egg. Mm. And then we had like a big courtyard at our high school. And I just dropped the egg and set up the three cones around it. <laughs> and then we sat all day in the window. And for the entire day... People just walked around it, including all the faculty. Oh, that's killer. They were like, this must be here for a reason, because there was cones <laughs> and one broken egg, and it, was, it wasn't it was even funny. It was just so fun to us. Right. But did you we, plan that? We, well, we, we always... Wait. That counts. I don't know if you could hear it, but that was oh, gonna, yeah. that's, that's going to be fun for the uh, the folks. But Loud and queer. Oh, my God, it smells wild. But I, Yeah, I smell it. <laughs> we... Um, we well, we would always cut class together because we had like uh, it, it doesn't matter. We work of the yearbook. We're supposed to be the photography, guy, and we were like, we have to go take photos. So we would just cut class and go and do weird shit. Yeah, and that was one of the things we did just for fun. We just kind of improvised it. Oh shit, we gotta wrap up soon. Oh jeez, yeah, that's funny. I like stuff like that because you you get to sit back and nudge your friend and go, hey, look, they're walking around it. <laughs> oh, it was amazing. And then another time, my senior year, there was was a leap year. And on February 29th, we made picket signs for Make Leap Year every year. And we kept chanting, one more day equals one more day. And we uh -huh. got people to join us in between classes. We, had, we, we picketed for 366 days. <laughs> wow. It was real fun and silly. I had a great time. Yeah, see, I had the friend who would do that, and he would go too far. Where uh, One time we were at a, a party in high school, and... There was like a kind of a nerdy guy there, and my friend tried to be the cool guy. And he goes, "Hey, Bill, let me let me fill up your beer." And Bill's like, "Oh, wow, thanks, man." And he's filling up the beer. My friend nudges me, goes, "Look, look!" And he had his dick in the cup while filling it up. Oh, because he wanted to fuck with Bill. Wow, full full circle, fizz in the jizz. Aha! Uh -huh. Yeah, he was a douche. He uh, one time we were at a party, and you know those uh, those radiators on the floor? It's like vented. Yeah. Not like a stand-up thing, but there's just the floor vents, and he took a shit in that, and they turned the heat on, and it just melted down, and the oh. whole house was ruined. Oh, melted shit. Oh, yeah. He was that guy. He would piss in the washing machine. He would jizz in the fish tank. He did all kinds of stuff. Yeah, we had some we had some fun times. It got wild. It got weird, and uh, they, were, they were great times. I miss those guys. I miss, I miss that thing of having no real responsibility. Yes, yes. And just being like, we're drinking and getting retarded. Who cares? I know. Life was, you felt like Ferris Bueller all the time. You know, you, everything was an adventure. You jump in a car, you turn the music up, you got the wind in your hair, you crack a beer. Everything was fine. You could go to a park and just sit in the park with your friends and just laugh all night. We would just drive. That would be the night for like yes. four and a half hours. We'd just cruise around listening to music and fucking howling, laughing, stopping to steal shit. Yeah. Do they, you think they do that in like Bosnia? You know what I mean? Like that feels so American. I think they throw rocks at infidels and blow themselves up and shit. Yeah. They kill women and 
Yeah, I guess so. It just but, maybe in Canada, I don't know, but it, it you always wonder like you think in Ukraine they uh they get after it. I'm from the Ukraine. You know say the Ukraine is weak. <laughs> I guess they booze it up, but I don't know if they're they're I hear like a Don Henley song in my head, you know, just fucking tearing it up and doing burnouts and shit. Oh yeah, boys of summer. Aha. Uh-huh. Exactly. Um, all right, I got. We got to wrap it up. We're at the hour mark, and uh, I got to go. Hey, the hour mark. Uh huh. Half hour, will. Joe, an hour mark. There you go. Ah, that sucked. Um, <laughs> I got a thing to do here, but uh, let's uh, look. Go check out the special, right? I mean, wh- tell them where they can. They already saw it. Everyone saw it. Yeah, it's already. I think it's. I think it's just going to hit a wall now. I appreciate getting to a million, but I think it's over. And uh, we had a good run. And go go check it out. Watch it twice. Tell a friend. Get your family involved. And uh, I'm getting no backlash, which is weird. I got tranny. I got gay. I got black. I got gay and black. And nobody cares because I think it's on YouTube. People are like, oh, he's already on the bottom rung. We're not going to trash him. That also is Netflix shows it to everybody. It's like we talk about with Twitter. Right now, it's just comedy fans watching it. Ah. People, it's Tuesdays. It's fans you already have. It's people going from people that are fans of Rogan. Go watch it. They like it. Right. It's when it gets shown to people that don't like comedy. Interesting. Well, That's it's nice to get in trouble. Nice to know that many people like comedy. Oh, and I'll say this and we'll get out of here. Seinfeld watched it, texted me. He goes, great special. I love the joke density. I love this. I love that. I go, oh, my God. And I wrote back, like, thank you so much, but never wrote back. And then I was talking to my lady, and she's like, well, what would you say about his? And I was like. And that was like three hours later, and I go, "Hey, I forgot to tell you, yours was great." And he wrote, he wrote back immediately. What did, it, did he? Say, what did you say? Thanks, or was he was like, dialogue? "Oh, thanks, I appreciate it." You know, I worked hard on it, whatever he said. But I was like, "Thank God." She, I mean, he would have just been like, "This fucking asshole, he's not gonna hit me back." I don't know if he was thinking that. He might have just said all he wanted to say. I know, but uh, maybe you're right. But I got no response back, and. Uh, I even wrote, like, God, I miss comedy. I want to get back on the road, hoping he'd be like, yeah, let's do it, you know, but nothing. And then three hours later, I go, yours was great, too. And he goes, I appreciate it. I think it's like our dads. We just have to accept that's not the kind of communication they do. He says what he wants to say, and that's it. Right, you right. you got to put a question in or a compliment, I think. Ah, uh, yeah, that's true. Because a question, you get an answer, and a compliment, you get a thank you. But the main thing is... Jerry Seinfeld watched your special. That's fucking unbelievable. That's unbelievable. And I got a plan, and I'm going to call him on, off your advice. All right. I like it. I like to hear it. And, uh, well, Tuesday. I was going to say something, you know, I was going to say something that I'll say in private. Okay. Okay. But, oh, um, you don't think I should do it? No, no, I know. It was, it was involving the two specials. I think one is better uh, than the other. Oh, you watched? Oh, I watch, baby. Oh, jeez. What do you wow. think I'm doing over here? I'm honored. Well, you know, we've seen each other, Zach. Nobody watches anything. Well, I watched uh, I watched 15 and then the end 15. I can't sit and watch a whole special. <laughs> I, exactly. I, I've been lying to Sam. I've never even seen his act. I haven't seen... I've only seen the clips of Sam's. I got to watch clips because here's what you... First of all, I, we're, going, we're going long here, but... I get it. You can't... I can't sit and watch comedy because we've talked about the thing with the specials is... You just want to watch it live. We're not yeah. doing stand-up right now. And, yeah. oh, everyone's banging the pots and the pans over here. Uh-oh. We got our, oh, yeah, 7 o'clock. I always yell, let's go Red Sox out there. I think it's funny. <laughs> Anyways, well, well, this is too inside. We'll, we'll do it on a queef. Get on the Patreon, folks. Oh, and, yeah. Uh, 
Hear us talk about these special. Well, we'll talk about Mark's special. I don't want to talk about Jerry's. But, uh, I want to talk about yours, though. I want to hear the game plan. I want to give you some jizz and, and, and really light it up. Yeah, jizz under my tongue like a CBD. Um, get on the Patreon, folks. Sign up. If we get to 3,000, we're going to watch uh, Strangers by the Lake and do a little Ooh. audio commentary. That's going to be fun. Do that, and um, yeah, keep get a, keep, get, keep get a shirt, get our old albums, get us on uh, Pandora, listen to us Spotify. We got a ton of content out there. We got Live, Laugh, Queef, and uh, yeah, check out your pod, uh, Mindful Metal Jacket, and yeah, keep spreading the love. I feel like we're growing. Yeah, it's been fun. And, uh, take care, wash your hands, wear a mask, fuck your dad. Hey, hey, that's uh, that's something to go out on right there. Um, Don't leave your right, mom folks. out. Give her a reach around. All right. Praise George all say, cut it. Squeak, jizz, anal, blow me. <laughs> <laughs>